from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Joe Person is going to join us on all things NFL and Carolina Panthers in about 30 minutes. Norv Turner expected to be announced as the replacement for offensive coordinator Mike Shula. We'll talk about Saturday and Sunday games as well. We are in the divisional round of the playoffs without your Carolina Panthers, of course. Joining us now, as promised, he recently became the winningest coach in the history of Notre Dame men's basketball, surpassing the legendary Digger Phelps, who I believe was even there courtside as the Irish took out NC State a little more than a week ago. Mike Bray, welcome back to the David Glenn Show, and congratulations. How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Happy New Year. Always good to be with you. Thank you, Coach. Right back at you. How was Digger when it came to the passing of this torch, man? That's a, that's a, I was a little boy watching Digger Phelps win games for the Irish, and now here we are seeing you rise all the way to number one on that prestigious list. Uh, he was great. You know, he was great. He kind of handed me the game ball as a passing of the torch, and uh, he's been a good friend and a and a good advisor through my 18 years here. And uh, it was certainly a memorable night, but I, I think it was really memorable in that we didn't have Bonzi Colson and we lost Matt Farrell in the first half and played so well against NC State and got to 2-0 and in league play. So I was really more thrilled about that. Coach, we started getting to know you a long time ago, 1980s. You're a right-hand man to Mike Krzyzewski. Can you remind us a little later in your career my my only brother happens to be a University of Delaware grad, so I, I, follow, I followed your career a little bit while you were with the Blue Hens as well. But can you remind us, take us back to 2000, or yeah, 2000, and you're taking the Notre Dame job. What did you think of that job? What did you know about that job? What have you learned about it since then? Because I can't imagine even you, the optimist, could have pictured being number one on the all-time wins list. Oh, you're right, Dave. I mean, there's no question. I mean, uh, you know, when I took the job, I tried to get it the year before and was a finalist, but they hired Matt Doherty, and Matt did a heck of a job in his year here, and then he went back home to Carolina, and and they called me back. And uh, so you never thought that was going to happen. That was really unusual. And it was all because Roy Williams turned the Carolina job down that, yeah. that Matt was offered it. So the dominoes fell my way. In a lot of ways, Roy, you know, helped me get the job by not taking the Carolina <laughs> job. And uh, I used to tease him about that on the road uh, all the time. But, you know, when I got the job, I, I never envisioned being the all-time winningest guy. You get a job like this. And my, my goal was to not get fired in the first three or four years. And we got him back in the tournament. You know, we got on, got on a nice little run in the tournament, which kind of gave us some credibility. And it's really been neat. I mean, you know, to be here through the Big East days and now the ACC days, just a lot of memories. And I've had such, you know, good players, but more than that, great guys. It's one of the reasons I love coaching here. I, I really, really get some neat young men that, that, that are attracted to this place. Mike Bray is joining us on the David Glenn Show. On Twitter, he is at ND Mike Bray. His Irish hosting number 20, North Carolina. Saturday, that game's going to be 6 o'clock on ESPN. You mentioned Bonzi Colson. I mean, I, I have a vote in all the official awards, and, and there I have Marvin Bagley III of Duke, of course, the sensational freshman. And you're Bonzi Colson. I'm monitoring their staff. 
stats and they're both averaging a double-double. Yeah. And in, in their own ways, they're both great stories. And to me, they're the two ACC Player of the Year candidates. And then a guy who purposely came back you know, and bypassed the NBA, has hurts his foot and is out for roughly eight weeks. How have your players reacted to that, and what can you share with us about Bonzi's reaction to that? Because he's we, we've interviewed him, Coach. He's such a positive, impressive young man. But that's got to be a jolt to anybody's system, especially during a season he was envisioning as kind of a dream year for him. No, there's no question. And, you know, certainly it's sad for him and for us, but I think it's sad for college basketball. Yeah. I think he was the most popular player in college basketball and other coaches that's all they ever asked me about when I was on the road in the summer they want to know more about Bonzi Colson um, you know he he's handled it well I think he's been really positive and he's been really good helping our young big guys that are having to play more now uh, you know since he's been gone I, I'm really proud of the group that I have you know for us to you know get NC State and then Matt went down and then go to Syracuse and steal a win there and I thought we really battled in Atlanta last night just couldn't get over the hump. But if you would have told me I wouldn't have Bonzi and Matt for pretty much three of the four ACC games and I'd be 3-1, and one, I would really have taken that back in August. So we're trying to get Matt Farrell healthy. I don't know if he's really going to be available Saturday. I'm hoping we have him back Tuesday against Louisville. Um, but this group, We've got eight guys. They're all playing, and, and they're giving us everything we have. And we've got three league wins. I look at it. Can we scratch out six more and be 9-9 nine and nine going to Brooklyn? And Bonzi coming back, I think we'd be in the discussion for the postseason. It feels like, Coach, somehow, someway, in, in a transfer age, you have a lot of guys who like to play a small role and don't appear to complain about it at the beginning of their career. And then sometimes it's as a sophomore, sometimes it's as a junior. They just explode. Bonzi did it. Matt Farrell has done it. This year, I think of a TJ Gibbs, who was kind of a nice player last year, but now a really good player this year. How, how do you foster that culture with a generation that seems to be about as impatient as it gets? You know, uh, that's a great question, and we have been very fortunate that young men that maybe haven't played as much as they wanted as freshmen or even sophomores have hung in there with us. Yeah. And I think what really sells it now is all of them when they're freshmen not playing much can look at juniors and seniors and those guys were in the same position for the most part they were for Bonzi and Matt Farrell to talk to a DJ Harvey and uh, a Johnny Mooney and Elijah Burns and tell them like look there's a plan for you there was for me that's way more powerful than me selling it and so that really sustains it now guys that are playing the main roles all had to pay their dues and go through some tough tough stuff and, and I think that's helped keep the culture stable. Mike Bray joining us on the David Glenn Show. What do you get more questions about? Your 5 o'clock shadow during your time at Notre Dame or your Hawaii-like uh, attire at times? Well, my Maui attire shocked the world. Uh, little did I know how that would travel. I just thought, man, it's Maui. Can't we be comfortable? <laughs> I have a feeling the Maui class is going to put a dress code rule in <laughs> next year. Um, but, yeah, I get a little comments on the growth. You know, I just think, especially, you know, these winters up here are a little rugged in South Bend, so anything I can do to stay a little bit warmer, I keep that, I keep that scruff going. I went to Silesianum High School in Wilmington, Delaware, Coach, and I can promise you the priests there 
did not allow that kind of scruff or that kind of attire, for that matter. Are the priests at Notre Dame, you know, a little deferential since you have almost 400 wins there? They've been better with me, but, you know, every picture I see of Father Soren, the founder of Notre Dame, he's got a full beard. And, and so I've always said, you know, Father Soren sported a whole beard. Just let me have a little bit of scruff. See, that's it. That's a Notre Dame level IQ right there from Coach Mike Bray joining us on the David Glenn Show. As a guy who's been there, done that, and seen virtually everything in college basketball, are you surprised anymore, Coach? You know, in our neighborhood, NC State was really embarrassed by you guys without two of your best players. And yet, NC State turns around and beats Duke, uh, the number two team in the nation, fairly convincingly. Do you just chalk that up as, you know, life in college basketball? Or, or is there some method to this madness that you can decipher? You know, I, I really think it's where college basketball has trended lately. Who really knows? And in our league, I have no idea. You know, to, I look at the standings this morning, and we, we had a tough loss last night. But I'm looking, and I'm going, okay, we're 3-1. and one. We got three league wins. And I look at where some other people are, and I'm going, you know, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself right now. I like the position we're in. I just think it's going to be such a dramatic league race. Um, I still think we're going to get our eight or nine bids at the end of the day. I think we've got maybe eight teams in the top 40 of the RPI right now, um, maybe nine. And, and so uh, – um, but just, you know, you just hang in there. Can you take care of business on your home court? That always helps. Can you pick off a couple on the road? And can you go to Brooklyn uh, with a little bit of momentum? You mentioned that home court. The Tar Heels are visiting that court on Saturday, 6 o'clock, in an ESPN game. What have you seen? I don't know how far into preparation you are, but what do you see from a Tar Heel team that won it all last year, as we all saw, but has a lot of new pieces this time? Well, I, I saw what they did with their lineup by playing smaller and just really exploding offensively and then really unleashing Luke May. I mean, he was just fabulous against Boston College. But, you know, they, they've gone a little bit smaller with Pinson and May as their so-called big guys. And, you know, we've done that a lot here, downshifted. We're not really playing that way now without Matt Farrell. We're playing more two big guys. But I thought that – really help them you know they still have a veteran nucleus that has won a lot together and they really believe and you know our defense and our rebounding will really be tested on Saturday as a coach who doesn't have to deal with Duke until January 29th are you still uh, capable of sort of getting out of your own tunnel vision in your day-to-day -day and the next game is all that matters to appreciate the Marvin Bagley story? Because it's just incredible, Coach. Whether the Blue Devils win or lose, this guy is not what you see in college very often. And he could have been a senior in high school. Right. How about that? Jeez. I mean, that, that would have been boring for him. <laughs> um, no, it's an, he's an amazing talent, and, and Mike's done a great job with him, putting him in the right positions. And it's almost machine-like what he's doing. And, you know, uh, they, they exploded the other night, kind of like they found themselves again offensively. And, yeah, I don't try and look ahead to that big Monday. I got so many, mm -hmm. so many people coming at me here before that. His name is Mike Bray. You can follow Coach on Twitter at ND Mike Bray. Congratulations on the big milestone, Coach. I know you always tell us it's about your players, not you, but uh, that's a biggie for you thanks to those players. We always appreciate your time on the David Glenn Show. Always good to be with you. We'll catch up again later in the season. Sounds good, Coach. You got it right back at you. 18th year Notre Dame men's basketball coach Mike Bray.